I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence, and I'm joined by Evgeny Likhodet of Clausematch. And Evgeny, there's an increasing demand for collaborative functionality and tools to automate compliance. This is something that's been exacerbated, has it not, by the remote working we've seen over the last 12 months? We have seen a, an increased demand for collaborative tools not just in compliance, but generally in business and in large organizations. Because I think not every organization has been preparing for working remotely. And collaborative tools allow for more transparency, for faster collaboration, faster work to be done by people. And generally, people expect today to be able to work remotely, to be able to work in real time, to be able to collaborate rather than trying to solve problems via emails. This is something that I think has been particularly noticeable in the US. Yeah, US has been a great market for us last year because in the US, regulators are looking more and more into conduct and into compliance programs within organizations. So last year, for example, there was a Department of Justice guidance which was issued by Department of Justice on compliance programs. The guidance is pretty clear in terms of what they expect from organizations to have within their compliance departments. Uh, you know, compliance needs to be dynamic, not static. So it's not enough anymore to have a compliance manual, put it on the shelf and show it once a year to the regulator. It needs to be dynamic. It needs to be updated, you know, in line with new regulations. And it also needs to be communicated to employees. So if you have policies and procedures which are changing, it's not just for compliance to change them, it's also for employees to be aware of those changes. Actually, it's interesting, you know, regulators actually want to see engagement from employees with their with the compliance uh, program, with compliance documents. That kind of engagement is very difficult to organize without software. How do you do this then? Because it's all very well to say it's difficult to do without software, but how does the software itself help? How do you build that culture of compliance? The way it was done previously, you would have you know, a SharePoint site or a shared folder where, for example, financial crime would put their financial crime policy. So anti-money laundering policy, client onboarding policy, enhanced due diligence, and so on. And then once a year, there would be an email sent out saying, please read this policy and acknowledge by email. And then, you know, you have to chase people. All of that audit trail of people confirming, yes, I have read. All of that, people confirming that they've understood. That would be stored in the email. But today, with technology, you can actually track engagement. You can understand whether people are reading those documents, whether people are understanding them, collect questions from people. Uh, you can see trends. So, for example, there is a particular trend in a particular regulatory theme, and then you can see the increased access, for example, to a particular policy document. And then that way you can actually track and understand the potentially the compliance gaps or where people are interested from the compliance point of view. You can use that knowledge, use that data to streamline your compliance program. And that's, I think, what what it means to have a dynamic compliance program. Another example would be there is a new regulation or a regulation is changing. It takes months and months to actually estimate the impact of that regulation that is changing. And then 
more months to actually implement that regulation. But from what we're seeing, regulators actually want to see, and companies actually want to get to that point where they have regulatory obligations which are applicable to them mapped directly to internal controls and internal policies. So if you have a particular obligation which is changing, or for example, there is a new obligation, let's say data privacy in a particular country, you know where the impact is, what you need to change and where you need to implement and who you need to communicate those changes. And you can also track whether that communication has been successful. Let's move on and look at some of the different ways the regulators are moving. As I understand it within the, the, the DOJ and, and indeed in other regulators, there's more of a focus on conduct as opposed to fining people for lapses. The idea is that you get people to do things properly and there will be fewer lapses. What is happening is that by looking more into conduct and by telling regulated companies, regulated financial institutions, that you need to instill the DNA of compliance into the organization and the culture of compliance into the organization. That is actually a very smart move because it's impossible to implement technical controls for every single rule that is out there. You can't technically stop people doing something. And the only way to actually have a more ethical, more compliant organization is to have that culture of compliance through implementing compliance values, through empowering compliance departments, you know, through having compliance, chief compliance officer on the board and constantly promoting doing the right thing to the employees and also obviously communicating to employees what the right thing is. Two phrases, one word and, and a phrase you used. Doing the right thing. And you also use the word ethical. Now, just to broaden the discussion out, the use of the kind of technology you've been talking about is also going to be helpful when it comes to getting to grips with ESG. Well, there are several problems today with ESG. There are so many different standards on how you can report you know, your sustainability. And it may confuse investors who want to invest in sustainable and ethical companies. But because a company may choose a different standard, it might not be up to the expectations of the investors. There needs to be a lot more work from regulators to align those standards. And here is where even regulators could use collaborative tools, collaborative technology to actually put those standards together and work together. We have been approached on the market to understand whether something like CrossMatch could help with that. Because obviously, creating a standard document. There are many people involved and they're all collaborating and they're, they're all working together and there are committees and groups which need to provide comments, updates, and then ultimately approvals before it gets published to, to the public. That's the use of technology by regulators, which to, a, to some extent they've not been using. This has not happened yet. Regulators are not collaborating digitally, or not as, as far as I'm aware, in the way that you've just described, but this is going to be the way of the future. Our thesis is that in the next 10 years, regulations will be fully digital, fully digital structured, published via the API. And you know there will be the ability to consume those regulations digitally and connect them directly to internal systems. Uh, what that means is that 
you know, if there is a particular regulation talking about a particular standard or, you know, a rule, then that rule would be connected directly to the internal system which addresses that rule. And if there are changes to the internal system or changes to the regulation, you will know whether you're compliant or not automatically. There is movement on the market towards that. And there are a lot of regulators looking at digitization of rules. In fact, we've been involved in several projects with our platform, and that is to take the entire rule book or handbook of the regulator, digitize it into structured form. So you would have each paragraph as a separate entity. And then within those paragraphs, specific tags, which would be, for example, products, regulated entities, and so on, jurisdictions, and so on. And then what that means is that you can programmatically understand the rule and let the machine know what the rule is. And it's been very successful. The issue that regulators are having today is that they've got thousands of pages of their rules, and it's very difficult to bring them into that code. We have worked with a couple of regulators to actually train natural language and machine learning algorithms to tag those rules and to set, uh, to digitize them uh, with 95% accuracy. So there are ways that it, it, it is possible today already. Evgeny Likoded of Clause Match, thank you very much.